options for neo pronouns a lot of people even like make up their own ones i'm just gonna do some of the popular ones we'll start with it hello it would really like a vanilla cone with uh, chocolate sprinkles and it would really like it in a bowl if you can do that with a spoon it's just less messy the way all right we appreciate it so another one i wanted to do was hue it's hue hues hume and it kind of is short for human um which i really like because I, I just identify as a human. I don't really have a gender identity right now, um, but it would sound something like this. Hugh would really like a vanilla cone. I'll get it to Hume. Thank you. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. I use the pronoun set knee, nem, near. Knee, nem, near. Um, and it's a gender neutral pronoun set. It's a neo pronoun. The word neo pronoun makes it sound like it's not been around for very long. My specific pronouns have been around for over a hundred years. Um, Neo-pronouns are not that new of a thing. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. An example of how to use them would be the sentence, Nee went to the market with near friends who love them. Nee went to the market with near friends who love them. So that is nem over there. Uh, this is near room. Uh, I really... I really liked Nem. He was nice. Not all non-binary people like neo-pronouns. Not all non-binary people use neo-pronouns. It's just personal to me. There's no way I can fit all of this in 60 seconds, so I'm going to tell you this. If you go to Google and literally Google how do white women uphold systems of white supremacy in education, you will get link after link after link after link that answer the question. Historically, our job as white women has been to uphold the status quo, and historically, as white women, we see ourselves as like an extension of the white man. And so with that comes wanting that same power. And one of the biggest ways that we gain that power is through our, our tears. So when we look at that from an educational standpoint, and I'm going to use discipline as an example because it was in the comments, and it's pretty digestible. Like you can clearly see discipline when it's an example. As white teachers, when we say, oh, this student's giving me issues and they're put out of class, that fuels that school to prison pipeline, which is a white supremacist system that we are upholding. Same with other punitive discipline measures. You and I both know that you are capable of enjoying the rain and frolicking freely without filming it and then posting it to TikTok. Now, you've just co-signed 
Okay, you just co-signed at least 3 million 8.5 by 11 front and back people who just go out of their way to disrespect and dismiss the boundaries that black creators have set. And now you're one of those people. So I guess my question would be, why? Why, would, why is it so important to all of you to treat us like we don't matter? Puberty is an exciting and confusing time for teens and parents. Along with all the physical changes that happen during puberty, it is also a time of identity formation. It's pretty common for adolescents to try on different identities as they go through this period of time. Some parents will have to adapt to their child revealing more personal information to them like the fact that they have a gender identity that does not match their assigned sex at birth. When babies are born, we label them as boy or girl based on the external genital anatomy we see. In truth, this is actually their biologic sex and does not always match their gender identity. People may identify as the opposite gender, somewhere in between, both genders, or no gender at all. Gender is separate from biological sex and it is actually the innate sense of who we are People along the gender spectrum may understand this about themselves from a very young age, or may not disclose this information until their teenage years, or even in some cases later in life. They took down my video response to this last night. So let me, let me calm down, let me relax. Your ignorance is the prime example as to why you and the rest of the albino parasites that think like you are getting done. You fail to realize the wrongdoings of your ancestors. I'll give you this thing. Not all white people. Because there's some beautiful people out here of the caucus descent that have realized where, they're, where they come from and what their people have done and are actively being allies and working to heal the generational trauma that was put on your people. Oh yeah, yeah, you 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 don't know. You didn't you don't you don't know? You're traumatized too. Your people didn't only condition and enslave my people, but they conditioned and enslaved their own people as well. And until white people come together as a collective and realize that they have generational trauma that they need to fucking heal as well, it, it's where are we where are we gonna go? Your ignorance is a bliss that people like you choose to be in. A phalloplasty is a procedure to uh, basically create uh, uh, a penis or a phallus for uh, an individual who was born biological female and who seeks transition to uh, a male uh, gender. The procedure is done with plastic surgeons and urologists. The urologists manipulate the tissues in the surrounding area to lengthen the urethra. A new scrotum is created and uh, some of the anatomical parts of uh, the female anatomy are removed. The plastic surgeons are in charge of creating a new tissue that will ultimately meet the lengthened urethra and the additional tissue that's been moved to uh, create uh, the uh, neophallus. We typically utilize tissue from elsewhere for example, the forearm or the thigh is used. The plastic surgeons are also responsible for 
uh, providing sensation by doing the nerve coaptation so that the new phallus will have sensation and also responsible for reestablishing the blood supply and also to shape it in a way that appears more um, physiologically and anatomically uh, like a natural one. so offensive to people like it's a pronoun get over it um <laughs> and so i'm gonna say my pronouns real quick and why so he spelled hy um is because i'm agender and i just like the masculinity but i don't want to be associated with men that's why he hy right then i have they them and that's just me being like you can use that i'm okay with that like pop off it's like not my favorite but go for it i don't care Zer, I'm fine with, like, it's okay. I think it's better than they them, but it's it's kind of like the same thing. God is me validating my agenderness. Oh, fuck, I ruined this Q-tip. Um, me validating my agenderness because I don't view myself as a god. I'm an atheist, I don't believe in gods. Um, but I just like the, um, not feeling, but how it's perceived with me. So God, the reason why I use it is because as an agender person, I don't have a gender. Um, so it's like I'm existing and I'm not existing at the same time, God, right? I am a being and I'm not a being at the same time, like God. So that's why people can get offended, that's fine, but nothing else validates my agenderness like that pronoun. And so if y'all want me to not be agender, that's fine. That mean that just oh, there's nothing on here. That's just like what happens. So yeah, those are my pronouns, and that's why I chose God. Armed police presence often escalates rather than reduces the risk of violence in a situation. Because police have been trained to see people of color, gender non-conforming folks, and Muslims as criminals, they often treat victims as perpetrators of violence. So if the victim hasn't asked you to call the police, do not, I repeat, do not call the police.
culture of white supremacy and anti-blackness is perpetuated by our media, political systems, and social media. You can contribute to making these attitudes unacceptable by challenging white supremacy, even when you're not in a crisis. If you're white yourself, talk to your white family and friends about anti-blackness and white supremacy. Do it every day, especially when you're in an all-white space. By doing this, you confront the culture without putting anyone else in danger of an immediate backlash. Now is the time for all of us who believe in justice to come together. It doesn't have to look one way. You can canvas, you can phone bank, you can write letters, or you can even create art for the movement. Taking it to the streets is always nice, but if you don't have time for that, you could always support the marginalized populations who are on the front lines of this work financially. White supremacy and anti-blackness affects all of us. And fighting against it affirms all of our humanity. We're talking about gender and sexuality. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Katie. Great. And we're going to get right into some uh, questions and definitions and pronouns and everything. So I wanted to first ask you to give me some background. Remind me about the development of gender identity and sexuality and, and what age do children typically know their own gender and then also sexuality? Great question. So what we know from the literature around childhood development is that uh, gender identity development really starts to take hold between ages three and five years old. And some people feel like that's really early, mm -hmm. um, but it's right when the child's brain is coming together and understanding how, how relationships work, how people fit together, and how they fit into the world. Mm -hmm. So between three and five, there's a lot of language development as well. And that helps young people to be cued into their gender what gender expectations are in their family, what gender expectations are in maybe their daycare, or their churches, or their communities. And hearing that language around, yes, Janie, you're a girl. Yes, girls play with dolls. Or Joey, put down that doll. Only right. girls play with dolls. Right. All of that language that happens so much between three and five years old is also what really solidifies a child's internal understanding of their gender identity. Mm. What we talk about is, does the child feel like it's a fit? Mm -hmm. The cues, the expectations, the language around how they feel in the world, or is it not a fit? Mm -hmm. So for a transgender child, it doesn't feel like a fit to be rewarded for girl things when Janie actually feels like a boy right. and vice versa. Right. Okay, so I just had a great idea. I've been trying to figure out a way to introduce Pride Month to my students, my preschoolers, who are four and five year olds. Most of them are five now, um, but, you know, we've done everything else. We've done um, Native American Heritage Month, Latinx Heritage Month, Black History Month, um, AAPI Month, last month, you know, Women's Month, March. Um, so I'm like, we have to do pride. Like, I'm bisexual. I don't know if I'm able to, like, say that to the students. I don't know. I probably won't. Anyway, here's my idea. Um, so I was talking to my co-teacher about this, so I can't take credit for it all. Um, but I said, well, maybe we can just go around the room and have the kids tell us, like, who lives in their home. 
um, like some, because there's some people that have grandparents that live in the home, and then we can talk about, you know, how some people have two dads. So I was going to find a couple different books to represent some families, and we have, like, these kinds of books in our library, so I think it's okay, like, I mean, obviously it's okay, we have the books. But it blows my mind that I have to, like, is this okay? Are the parents going to get mad? Because this is life. Like, I saw a thing, uh, and I shared it on Facebook. It said, pride is important because someone tonight is still thinking they're better off dead than being themselves. And that hit me because, like, shit. I was there. But since I got Rainbow Stitch, I'm going to say, like, oh, my goodness, guys, I got this new Squishmallow. And it says it's part of the Disney Pride Collection. Does anybody know what that means to have pride? And we can have a conversation about it. Because obviously pride is not just, you know, to be gay. But you can have pride in your work, your schoolwork, and, like, everything you do. Pride is not just being gay, but it's a big part of it, you know? So, it's very important because it could save some of these kids' lives. And we do have a student with um, a trans mother, trans woman, um, and a non-binary parent. So, their family matters. They need to be represented. So, that's my idea. Happy Pride! Thank you for calling National Hospital. Your call may be recorded for quality assurance. I was calling uh, for information about gender-affirming hysterectomies. Okay, so gender-affirming hysterectomy. I've been in touch with quite a few hospitals, um, and a lot of them... Well, they said they won't do it for, for my 16-year-old. Um, and then I was told that this hospital might. And I also saw it on your website. Um, so if you guys do uh, do it for a 16-year-old, I'll, I would be happy for you know to come for a consultation or whatever it takes. Let me get you over to the operator. And I hate to transfer you. I just, I just need to want to know if, if you guys do service that age you know before obviously before coming you know coming all the way for an in-person consult and going through all the paperwork well, and everything yeah it depends and each department is different some some departments cut off for 18 how old, how old is your patient 16. okay all right so they're in the clear i'll email the, um dr call and see what we can right. in the meantime if you still want me to transfer you i can still transfer the surgery Hi, I was calling um, because I'm looking for information about the gender-affirming hysterectomies that you guys offer. Am I in the right place? Um, okay. Yes. Um, this is the clinic. Did you want to make an appointment? So I was just wondering, I've, I've contacted quite a few hospitals already. Um, it seems like it's difficult to find one that does the operation um for my 16 year old and i was told that you guys do do that um so if you do it for 16 year olds then yes i'd love to schedule um an appointment a consultation whatever you need if, if you don't mind me asking um what is your child gender changing to 
so I could point you to the right direction. Yeah, well, he transitioned to a male. You know, he already had the top surgery, um, and now we're looking for the hysterectomy. Okay, beautiful. So I'm going to transfer you to the GYN nurse line. One of the nurses will give you a call to give you more information and to let you know the steps and the protocol that they do for that, okay? Okay. So, so they do. So they would do it um, for at the, for that age. Yes. Okay, great. Is it a common procedure that you guys do for for that age? Yes. Um, we have um all different type of age groups that comes in for that. For the gender, for the hysterectomy. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Just out of curiosity, do you know, like, what's the youngest age you would do it on? I'm not sure, but I have seen younger kids. And I'm not, you know, due to hip, I'm not allowed to say that, but I have seen younger kids, like, younger than their childhood age. Get the gender-affirming hysterectomy surgery? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, I really appreciate your help. I've the last few years of my life, and I realized it's been a complete hell my life has just went down the hill ever since I had so-called bottom surgery, trying to be a woman. And I regret it. I regret it 100%. I regret too <clears throat> that I ever thought I was trans, that I ever thought I could be a woman, you know, and I wish I could go back and not have any surgeries or medical transition or taking hormones to be honest like this transition has costed me so much of my health both mental and physical as well as certain relationships in my family uh it costed me job opportunities it costed me a career that i could have had i don't know if you guys know it but i do have like two master's degrees and i'm a cpa and honestly like this whole transition and my whole like <laughs> trying to be a woman thing completely derailed my life and um right now i have osteoporosis scoliosis i have a lump in my breast i have one inch vagina and uh yeah so it's like i have no sex drive i'm trying to do the transition i'm taking testosterone injection at this point but I can't grow any facial hair, like nothing is happening. I mean, obviously I still like wearing makeup and stuff, but makeup and hair does not make a woman. So I've been so delusional for all these years and I just wish my family and friends weren't so supportive of my transition, you know, and I wish they sat me down and talked to me and said like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Maybe you'll grow out of this. I have so much to say <laughs> and all the things that I say are not going to be like perceived well by trans community but I don't care I'm leaving trans community at this point I identify as non-binary person any pronoun is fine if you see me as a man that's fine you can call me he if you see me as a woman you shouldn't I'm not a woman I thought I was one but I'm not and um sorry like honestly i just don't know what else to say and <laughs> i know some of you guys thought i was trans and you guys looked up to me maybe and like but 
I've made a huge mistake that I cannot take back. I completely missed my sex drive. I missed my penis and I completely fucked up. Whatever, I sacrificed so much financially and like I've been through so much trying to get this uh, approximate, approximation, like really bad approximation of female genitals and that's what it is and I've been delusional this time I didn't want to admit to myself because I did an irreversible change to my body and I just had to roll with it because I had no other options and unfortunately the trans community has become very toxic at this point they've gone too far nobody my opinion doesn't count because I'm the one with complications that's why transition didn't make me happy and like I honestly think I'm just as unhappy as I was before transition and what I really needed is therapy and help and not surgery.